Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Hey, hello, hello. How are you, everybody? Welcome back to another great episode of Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. And now we're going to listen to that band finish us out. Yeah. Fantastic. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Nice to see you. Well, nice to hear you. I'm not even hearing. It's great to be heard. What else am I going to say to that? Let's give it up for that band. That is Andrew R. and the Rusted Tin Roof Band. Yeah, Andrew R. reached out to me back in early April of 2016, and I messaged him, and I used him in some listener feedback then, and so now he's the band. This episode, another year of podcasting. I can't believe it. We're on year two. Well, the end of year two, which to me is just, wow. 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 Okay. And then we're going to move on to the 20 jokes so terrible, they're actually funny. This week, we're on number 19. Then over on the B side, we're going to talk about Spirit Day. And then we're going to follow that up with listener feedback. Of course, listener feedback. That's what I do. Welcome to all you wonderful new listeners. If this is your first episode, welcome aboard this crazy journey of mine. Uh, That is a stream of consciousness podcast that I call Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. So welcome aboard. Uh, Just so you know what you're in store for, I get an outline together, I put it down, make some notes, flip on the microphone, and then talk. So here you are. And of course, welcome back returning listeners, longtime listeners, binge listeners, sporadic listeners, however you listen. Thank you for returning. Now, before we get to the topic of today's episode, let's talk about last week's episode, number 107, All the World's a Stage. In that episode, I did quote the Shakespeare passage from uh, As You Like It, and really I talked about how we all fit into this world, how we choose to fit into the world, and how that affects us and makes us the type of people that we are, and you know, maybe you want to be an advocate, but you just don't have the, the, the gumption, let's say. You know, things like that. That's what I talked about last episode. Now, you can find that and all past episodes at changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher, of course. Search us out there. You'll find it, Changes in Latitudes, Transgender Experience. Of course, we are part of the queerlife.org family. You can find the show over on The Queer Life. And if you're coming to us from The Queer Life, thank you so much for taking the time to check out the show. I really do appreciate it. If you're not familiar with The Queer Life, go check it out, queerlife.org. But it is a weekly radio show done out of Calistorga, California on 89.1 every Friday between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Like the show over on facebook.com slash changes in latitudes podcast. If you want to send me an email with comments, suggestions, critiques, anything, just want to say hi, send me an email, changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter, CIL podcast. 
And while you're out there looking at all the social media stuff that I have going on for the show, check out Patreon, patreon.com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast. Patreon is a way to give back to the arts. It's a way to say thank you for the hard work and creativity that you as an artist put together every week. Well, at least for me, every week. And on Patreon, there's musicians and podcasts and blogs and artists and movie makers, filmmakers. I mean, just so many different creative people. Check it out. Support the arts. And for as little as a dollar a month, you not only get regular episodes released early, but you get the exclusive reward content that I call Unplugged. It's a mini cast that I put together after I record the main program. Maybe I talk about the topic of this episode. Maybe I talk about other things. I talk about a lot of things that just aren't really show worthy. So check it out. Patreon.com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast. This episode number 108 is brought to us by all my anonymous patrons. All of you wonderful people, you that have said to me, I want to be anonymous. Please don't give me shout outs on the show. Well, I'm not the type of person to do that. So you know if you've told me that you want to be anonymous. And this is my shout out to you. Thank you for your contributions and support for the show. All right, I guess we finished up the housekeeping. Let's get into the main topic. Main topic, another year of podcasting. Yeah, we're on year two. Year, I started it in 2014, so 2015 was one year, and now we're in 2016. There's two years right there, two years almost exactly. I mean, it's technically the 12th, so when this episode drops, it's a couple days ago, but you know, the weekly podcast, you take the week into consideration, of course. And really, I released episodes one, two, and three right around the 12th of October in 2014. So they all kind of came into population around that time, and then I've just been going weekly ever since, and I still can't believe it's been two years. I mentioned this back around episode 100, because what boggles my mind is the fact that this has been consistent. Every week, I get a show out to you, and honestly, folks, I don't know how I do it. I don't know how I find the time to find the topics. I mean, sometimes topics are given to me, and I love that. If you got a topic, email it to me. Please send it to me. But most of the time, I come up with stuff on my own. That's just how I do it. And so to sit here or stand or walk or however I do and make my notes to come up with all the topics to talk about and then find time to record it. And speaking of recording, I am on my travel mic this week. This week, I'm on my travel mic because, well, uh, long-time listeners know my background is theater, and I happen to be involved in a show. So during my downtime, I'm in the dressing room in the back and recording for you folks, because I love you so much. Anyway, so finding the time to record these shows and then finding the time to edit and then you know publishing it to the web and getting it out there and letting social media know and all those wonderful things that go, go with podcasting, I can't believe I've been doing it for two years. I mean, just over two years. That's what blows my mind. I mean, really the only thing that feels like two years worth of, of doing the show is the amount of different listeners that have contacted me that I've put on listener feedback or have not put on listener feedback because they've asked me not to. Or, you know, parts of conversations that I've had. It's, it's these individual people who 
who've touched my life, but in in their own words, I've touched theirs, and that's the 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 mile marker you might say for doing this for two years is the amount of different people I've crossed paths with, even though it's just been through the internet. And that's what really marks the time for me. And that's also what makes it worth the time because, you know, I, I, as I said early in the show, and I've repeated it probably a handful of times, I'm here doing this as of you folks out there. Folks out there, you're the other half of the show. Yeah, I do the work. I do the recording. I put it together. But if you weren't listening, I would be the only one listening. And that would be rewarding, I suppose. But it would get boring after a while. So I thank you, everyone, that has written into the show over the past two years. Specifically, sharing your journey and, and trusting me with that information or sharing the fact that, you know, my stories, my experiences have helped you realize where you fit within your journey, gender, your gender journey or the, the, the gender spectrum. So thank you, folks. I, I really mean that. And I've made friends over these last two years. I'm, well, I mean... Facebook friends. You know, I haven't met people, you know, I haven't met people because they listen to the show. I would love to. I mean, I'm sure that's going to happen someday. But these are people that are, you know, I talk on Facebook regularly. They see my posts, they comment, they share, they give their feedback. I mean, it is just a wonderful, wonderful thing. And that is really what I, has been the mile marker, the, 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 the fact that I know I've been doing this for so long because so many people have gotten back to me. And of course, the obvious mile marker are the episode numbers. So, I mean, every time I write down the episode number, just, you know, it seems just growing and growing until I stop and set, sit back or step back and look at it and went, like this one, 108, 108 episodes. Damn. And then you throw in the couple bonuses that I've put out there, or a handful of bonuses I think I've put out there. So, you know, really, I've got like 100 and 12 or so episodes published at this point because of those bonus ones. So, damn. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it, it's kind of like the situation of kids grow up so fast. You know, it's only been two years, but wow, how this, has, how this podcast has truly grown. And I'll, and I'll be honest, it really has changed my life. I mean, I said this before, and I'll probably say it again, but... Uh, I, I'm behind on my listening, my podcast listening, the podcasts that I choose to listen to. And I prefer to go in sequence because that's just me. So I'm backlogged to about a year and no, about a year and a half now. And kind of seems to be consistent for those playing at home. Seem to be about a year and a half, maybe a little more than a year and a half behind. And you know what? That's just life. But in that mix is my show as well. So I'm, I'm like on episode, I don't know. 19 or something, 18, something like that. But maybe, maybe not even that far. I, I don't even remember, to be quite honest. In the teens is what I do remember. And in listening to me share whatever I'm sharing, those previous episodes, I am now the listener because it has been so long since I put the show together. So yes, I hear the obvious things that I've changed, you know, quality, style, timing of music, choice of music, volume levels of music, all those things that you, you learn and get better through time. That's just the learning curve of podcasting. But once I overlook that, the meat and potatoes of the, of the words that I'm sharing, just as much as they've affected you, they've affected me as well, folks. So it's really strange to now become the listener of the show as well as the producer of the show. I mean, that's just a weird, weird uh, 
time circle. You know, it's like being caught in a in a time travel circle where you're like 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 the movie Groundhog Day, where you're you're doomed to repeat the same day over and over and over again. Although not that nightmarish, you know. It's just now I'm going back and I'm listening to him with almost fresh ears, and I hear something. It's like, oh yeah, I did say that. You know, and sometimes I'd be like, oh, did I leave that in the show? I didn't mean to. Oh, well, you know, I'm just going to move on with the show because that's what I do. And so experiencing it from a new listener's ear, basically, is wonderful because just recently in, in the month of September, I got a couple new listeners that have reached out to me and they're binge listeners. They're binging through, they're going to the beginning and coming on through to the two uh, current episodes. and hearing their feedback about the show is as refreshing as it is in listening to the show myself. So I'm right there with you in the listening aspect of it. And I love that, that I am now a listener as well. So, so it's been a fabulous two years, really has. I mean, it's, it's ups and downs, of course. Podcasting is work. You know, I mean, it takes time, as I mentioned earlier. you got to find topics and then figure out what I'm going to say. And then, you know, as I build the show, we've got the countdown lists and the B-side and listener feedback and, and all those things, you know. But putting it all together for 108 plus episodes now has just been awesome. And I really want to give a shout out to Tom Slayton. Tom Slayton, he's, we'll hear his commercial in just a moment. He's the sponsor of the show. Tom is such a fantastic guy. I've mentioned this a handful of times in the past. Tom is a friend of a longtime listener. In fact, the guest in first, first, see, first year, sometime in the first year, there was, I don't remember the episode numbers, but it's conversation with Addison S. Tom is a, is a longtime friend of Addison's. And I went to school, high school with Addison. And when Addison found the podcast, shared it with Tom, Tom reached out to me and said, Hey, your show is helping one of my best friends. How can I help your show? I want to sponsor it. Here is a commercial. And I said, wow, thank you, universe. Thank you, universe, for bringing this to me. And thank you, Tom, for supporting the show for almost a year and a half now. Now that we're in, you know, at two years, it's about a year and a half of you, of you uh, sponsoring the show. And I thank you so very, very much. And now it's time to hear Tom's commercial. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful eclectic collection of photographs seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Yeah, TomSlayton.com. What a guy. What a guy. Love this guy. This week we're looking at TomSlayton.com forward slash maybe. Now, maybe is a uh, essay kind of uh, entry to his website that Tom does on you know, fairly regular occasions. But this one is titled Maybe. When I was a child, I thought that when I grew up, that all of my picture-perfect maps and plans of the future would come true. As of yet, very few of those plans I was certain and convinced would come true actually did. But what if things turned out differently? Maybe I would have been famous. Maybe I would have been successful. Maybe would I would have chased those dreams similar to those around me. 
For a while, I thought that fame, success, and obsessing over tiny details and materialistic things in life were what really mattered. That was the message that was instilled in my mind ever since I can remember. It took a considerable, almost unfathomable amount of time for me to come to the conclusion that there are things in life that are paramount over everything else. Doing good work, making time for friends and loved ones, and trying to make the world a better, more accepting place. And yet, despite all that I have done to preach fairness and equality, it still remains a very cruel, competitive, and unfair world. A world where very few people get what they deserve, and even if they are able to obtain the things that they spend a lifetime to achieve, those sometimes insignificant rewards can be lost forever at a moment's notice, sometimes through an act of natural disaster, but more often as a result of the selfish action of others. In my life, it seems that my life has been an uphill battle ever since I was a child. Trials and tribulations and roadblocks always getting in the way of the things I should have achieved, could have achieved, or realized that the prize was no longer worth the time and effort and abandoned the pursuits altogether. There were many times in my life when I felt I was at a dead end, at a point of no return, when in reality I was faced at a crossroad waiting on a decision on which path in life I wish to take next. Yet after I made those countless decisions in my life as to the next path or course I wish to embark upon, I constantly second-guess those choices. There's an unnecessary amount of judgment, comparing, and competition in modern society, and it is unhealthy. I dream of a world where all people are allowed the same opportunities and given fair and equal treatment. It seems in modern society, same as it was a millennia ago, we are still able to somehow morally and socially justify a reason to find differences in others and use those differences against one another through discrimination and prejudice to advance ourselves unfairly. It has been my experience that regardless of what laws, regulations, and standards are progressed, upheld, and enforced, there is no changing the already made-up minds of a few who seek to turn back the clock to an earlier, more oppressive time. I wish that growing up I had been taught the true value of happiness, because, as in life, if one cannot be happy with the way things are, their possessions and time spent with loved ones, then what really is the value of one's life? I wish that I was taught that as an adult. I should make time to deal with the mixed emotions of adulthood and, and to make time to experience, express, and cherish those emotions, both good and bad. I wish someone had told me that as an adult in life we must make time to laugh, to cry, and to appreciate and cherish the things we have, and the people whom we love, and perhaps more importantly those who love us. Modern society in and of itself has become a sort of chaotic downward spiral where possessions are being loved and cherished while people are being used, taken for granted, and treated poorly. It seems that every day there is another person who has turned to violence because they have felt as if they weren't being heard. There have been a multitude of times in my life when I tried to speak out, but it seems as if no one could hear me, and instead of turning to violence, I turn to writing. Speech is often futile and fleeting, while the written word can often last much longer and often gets through in such a way to fulfill the need. The folks, go show Tom some love. TomSlayton.com forward slash baby. jokes so terrible they're actually funny now I found this on tickle.com published in June of 2015 
This week, number 19. Mahatma Gandhi, as you know, walked barefoot most of the time, which produced an impressive set of calluses on his feet. He also ate very little, which made him rather frail, and with his odd diet, he suffered from bad breath. This made him a super calloused, fragile, mystic hexed by halitosis. A super calloused, fragile, mystic hexed by halitosis. Twenty jokes so terrible they're actually funny. Music means we have reached the B-side. You have reached into your player. You have flipped over the podcast, and you are now listening to the B-side. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about Spirit Day. Now, Spirit Day is uh, basically an LGBT holiday. Now, I'm going to include some links in the show notes over at Changes in Latitudes Podcast.blogspot.com. This first one comes from Basic Wikipedia. The name Spirit Day comes from the purple stripe of the rainbow flag whose creator, Gilbert Baker, defined it as representing spirit. So this year, Spirit Day is on October 20th, 2016. On this day, wear the color purple to show support for LGBT youth who are victims of bullying. And this is usually promoted by GLAAD, G-L-A-A-D. So if you go to GLAAD.org, you're going to find a lot of different things. In fact, one of the links that I'm going to post there is from glad.org and it's really a day to 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 step up and stop bullying uh find information at stopbullying.gov which is a government-run website here in the states and it really talks about how people can take a stand against it you know i mean i remember as a kid growing up in the late 70s early 80s there was always one or two or maybe a small group three or four bullies on the playground that had the had the people had the kids you know me and my classmates some of my classmates scared shitless that we would get the crap beat out of us and because we were scared shitless about the crap being beaten out of us we didn't take it to the teacher because we know eventually they would still beat the crap out of us and so i am personally very happy to know that there is this this day specifically but this a vast amount of information about Stopping bullies and bullying others, because I got I I was a victim of it myself. I, I mean, I was never beaten up because I never got into that situation. I always made sure I wasn't in it. But there were friends. There was other people I know got the crap beat out of them, and it was it was horrible. There was one time in my freshman year, I was just walking down the hall, and I you know I'm me. I'm, I'm a theater geek, you know, kind of oddball different than the regular crowd, you know, still wearing same types of clothes. It wasn't like I was wearing anything to make myself stand out. But for no reason, this asshole that was walking in the opposite direction, you know, toward me. He happened to be using crutches. And as he passed by me, he stepped into my way and smashed the handle in the, you know, in a stride of, you know, walking with a crutch, 
smashed the handle right into my palm, into the top of my hand on the closest side. And even though I remember trying to be out of his way, he came right at me and smashed it. And then the asshole brushed it off as an accident. In fact, I think I even apologized for getting away because fucker had crutches. It wasn't until later that I found out this guy was an asshole. This guy was a bully. This guy, you know, had been a bully all of his uh, schooling career at that point. No, I was a freshman, so he was like a sophomore or maybe even a senior. I don't know. No, he wasn't a senior. But uh, nonetheless, an asshole uh, through and through. And I remember, you know, being being a freshman in school and uh, having moved to this new school. So I was the oddball out. I wasn't. I didn't really know many people. I went to my counselor and I said, "Hey, this jerk, you know, did this to me." And because people knew each other, they knew his name, so I was able to report his name. And the counselor already knew that this guy was bad. I said, "Really? You know this already?" Yeah, sadly, but we can't. Haven't done any. He hasn't done anything that we can catch him in to, you know, go through the proper channels. And I went, all right, just this bruise on the back of my hand. But because he was in crutches and it made it appear as if it was an accident, who's at fault? Nonetheless, I am glad that there is Spirit Day, that we can, you know, stand up against this, this, this act of selfishness, because they're only trying to do things to make themselves feel better or make them look better in front of other people. And let's face it, those other people are assholes, too, if they think a jerk beating somebody up is a good thing. So check it out, glad.org forward slash spirit day. There's lots of information, folks, lots of information. So go and check it out. Uh, There's also stopbullying.gov, which will be in the show notes over at changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. Now, also over here on the B-side, because we're talking about spirit day and bullying, I figured let's talk a little bit more about equality and equal rights and uh, discrimination or anti-discrimination. Let's get into that a little bit. Now, I just did a generic search on Google for, you know, anti-LGBT businesses. And uh, I, found, I found a handful of links. They all kind of say the same thing. Again, all the links will be over in the show notes but I'm not going to go through them all because they all kind of say the same thing, but little variations that I found interesting to read nonetheless. So this article that I'm about to look at came out right after the Supreme Court's ruling for same-sex marriage. And so we're looking at June of 2015, so it's just over a year old. So the article starts, Today's Supreme Court ruling given same-sex couples the fundamental right to marry anywhere in the U.S., and chances are Facebook erupting in celebration in response. Want to interject here? I do remember all the rainbow of Facebook that day or that week, really. And the article continues: It's exciting to see that the belief in LGBT equality has swept the nation. Forcing, according to a recent Gallup poll, a record 60% of Americans now support extending equal rights to LGBT couples. That's up 55% in 2014 and just 40% in 2009. And when it comes to corporate America, not all stores are progressive as the rest of the country. Here is a list of five of the least gay-friendly stores in the U.S., and five much friendlier alternatives to consider in their place. I know the article says gay, but let's just cover all LGBT. So, in the world of fast food, support Burger King, not Chick-fil-A. 
When it comes to human rights, fried chicken sandwiches, waffle fries, and hand-spun milkshakes are pretty harmless, right? Unfortunately, even your chicken sandwich isn't safe. Chick-fil-A, the southern fast food giant, has a long history of pursuing anti-gay legislation. The company has donated more than $3 million to anti-gay groups like the Family Research Council and Exodus International between 2003 and 2009, and donated nearly $2 million in 2010 alone. Instead of getting your chicken fix here, try eating at Burger King. The fast food chain is experiencing a comeback and created a limited-time Pride Whopper. Of course, it's not around anymore, but back then it was. And that's how much they support LGBT rights because they created a food product after. Now, for thrift stores, as trans people know, thrift stores, can you can get some of the best finds at the lowest cost, especially when you're just starting out to build up your wardrobe. So, when most people picture the Salvation Army, intolerance isn't exactly the first word that comes to mind. But in reality, this philanthropic organization is one of the biggest offenders when it comes to gay rights, supporting groups that advocate gay heritage therapy, and lacking any kind of anti-discrimination protections for LGBT employees. Instead, buy your secondhand clothes and knickknacks at Goodwill, as they have supported several LGBT-inclusive measures in the past. One example, Goodwill frequently sets up a pop-up shop for employing transgender people in San Francisco. For your sit-down meals, support Olive Garden, not Cracker Barrel. If you've been anywhere south of the Mason-Dixon line, there's a good chance you've had a meal at this classic southern restaurant. But what you probably don't know at the time was that Cracker Barrel had a long tradition of discriminating against homosexual employees and still doesn't have protection clauses for them. Instead of starting your morning or afternoon porch here, head over to Olive Garden or Red Lobster, both of which are owned by Darden Restaurants. Darden has received top marks on the HRC's buyer guide for the past four years. Fill up your gas tank. Support BP, not Exxon. Perhaps one of the worst places to spend money if you support marriage equality is Exxon. This Texas-based gas station company persistently tried to deny benefits to same-sex couples and non-discrimination protections from the past. Since Exxon still pushes back against new LGBT rights legislation, fill up your tank at BP instead. BP has transgender-inclusive non-discrimination policies for its employees and human rights and a human rights campaign, a friendliness score of 100. For your summer shopping splurge, support J. Crew, not Urban Outfitters. Ah, Urban Outfitters, the pinnacle of what it means to be a young millennial, striving to be hip and fashionable in today's increasingly homogenous world. But this retail powerhouse doesn't exactly share its clientele's liberal political leanings. In 2012, the company donated $13,150 to Republican Rick Santorum during his presidential bid. And later that year, Urban also pulled t-shirts that said, I support same-sex marriage on them, after only a week in stores without explanation. When shopping for clothes, avoid Urban Outfitters and head on over to J. Crew instead. Back in 2012, J. Crew featured a gay wedding on the front page of their bridal fashion section of the website. That's just one example of a long history of including LGBT people in its catalogs. And here's another article. It's from Query.com. Doesn't have a publication date, but that's okay. Article is, Don't Buy Here, 10 Companies That Hate the Gays. Of course, I don't agree with that phrasing, but, you know, what are you going to do? Okay, this is a countdown list. I have 10, so we're going to start with number 10, A1 Self Storage Company. Number 9, AutoZone Incorporated. 
Number eight, Brown Foreman Corporation. Number seven, Cinemark. Number six, Domino's Pizza. Number five, Salvation Army. Number four, Manchester Grand Resorts. Number three, Urban Outfitters. Number two, Walmart Stores. And number one, Exxon Mobil. So as I said in the beginning, a lot of these kind of double up on themselves, but that just shows how anti-LGBT these places are. You can find all these links at changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. And there's a lot more there. So a lot of it's repeated, as I said, but a lot of it has a lot of great detailed information. It would just be too long to read. So go check those out. And that's all that's happening this week over on the B-Side. Listener feedback. <clears throat> Listener feedback. Well, this week it's real short, folks. Real short and sweet on this week. This is from the audience survey. Uh, links can be found over on the Blogspot page on the right-hand side, and then the bottom things that say we're listening. So, got a different, few different ways to find it, and it's also in the. It's also listed in every episode's show notes, and basically, it's a way to help marketing of the show and a chance for you to let me know how it's how we're doing. Now, there's two spots that are anonymous, where you can actually write in what you want to say. It's just a simple like or dislike, nothing elaborate, a few words, and that's the wonderful thing about it. So these likes and dislikes actually come from September 29th, 2016. On the like side, we have, it's honest and gives an insight into the life of the host in an organic and interesting fashion. Thank you. That's, uh, I like that word organic. Because that's the stream of consciousness that I've explained, I think, almost every episode, if not many episodes. Uh, so thank you so very much. I, I appreciate that. It's honest, absolutely, because it's me. It's, <laughs> I, I find topics and I talk about them. All right, let's flip over to the dislike from September 29th. And they say, absolutely nothing. It's awesome. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, God, it's so wonderful to hear that. Um, thank you. Whoever, whoever you are at the end of September that took the time to go do the audience survey, because it's totally anonymous, I don't know who you are, I want to say thank you so very much for, for taking the time to do that. So folks, go check it out, changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com. On every episode show notes, there's a link, and on the right-hand side, and at the bottom of the webpage, find a link. And go let me know how I'm doing. Oh, we made it to the end of the episode. Here we go. I know it's a short episode, folks, but these epic long episodes I've been doing in the uh, last month or so have uh, taken their toll. Plus, plus, I'm, 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 I donate my time to the theater, so time's getting a little short on me, and I do what I can to get out what I can. As this week, we're coming in under an hour. Well, that's, that's just how it goes in the podcast world. Now, next episode, next episode number 109, I'm going to call... <laughs> brief episode rundown and I figured why not it's a good time you know we're just over the 100 episode mark 
I'm going to go through and briefly say what I covered in each and every episode from the beginning. You know, like two sentence, three sentence sort of thing. So that's next week. I'm always looking for guests. I'm always looking for topics. I'm always looking for suggestions. Send it to me, changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to check out Patreon, where every patron gets access to the exclusive minicast I call Unplugged. It's just me, my microphone, and whatever is in my mind at the time. I don't even make an outline. I maybe make a subject and that's it. Check it out on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. So check out patreon.com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash changes in latitudes podcast. And now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. If we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. So, stay crazy, everyone. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. And I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. Disclaimer time. I am not a doctor nor a lawyer, and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life, so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, First, please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second, please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2016 by me, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, and please remember...